Hello, fantasy managers. Alfie here. You are listening to the Draft Fantasy Podcasts. So before we start the show, I might as well tell you about it. In part one, we have a guest studio co-host making his debut. We'll be sifting through the various stats that the Game Week has brought us. Part two, the secret journalist is in session, and he'll be discussing Roger's effect on the Leicester players, the Harvey Barnes hype train, and also broaching the subjects that affect your players. Part three, we have the Premier League stat of nations, as well as a bloke from Wales entering the mystical tactics truck. And by the way, if you want to be on that, just drop us a line. Part four, we have the fixtures and the clean sheet forecast sent to us from up high. So without further delay, let's roll that music. The Draft Fantasy Podcast. And it's live. DFers, hello DFers, welcome to the uh, Draft Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we're on location in uh, the Alchemy Cafe. I've got a new person with me, a new co-host. So seeing as that we had so much success without Sam, it's been decided that he'd be dropped indefinitely, at least until his form improves. Instead, we're plumped for a big hitter, a debutant, a fresh voice, someone from outside our own league, someone who knows stuff about football. It's Nathan Taylor. Hello, Nathan. Hi, how's it going? You okay? I'm all right. So, Nathan, this is you. Nathan is a restaurateur who has enjoyed success with his extremely delicious pop-up dining experience, Little Bud Cafe, which has been described as genius stuff by Instagram. (laughs) Not content with dining experiences, Nathan is also a fully qualified beer wanker, all-round hipster, and most importantly, a Portsmouth supporter. He currently resides in South East London with his beard. Nathan! Hey, how's it going? All right. Wagwan. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. You love the football. I do, although it's not been treating me so well over the last few weeks. Well, we will get to that. Uh, we'll talk about your game week. I think, first off, we should have a game week 29 roundup. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. This is exciting for you, isn't it? Here we go. Push that big red button, mate, for us. The NLD has a penalty miss as the two teams share the spoils. City somehow break through the Bournemouth wall. Palace flaunt their newfound goal skills by defeating the informed Burnley. United Luke to their reserve striker to rescue them against the Saints as Pogba breaks many hearts by missing a last-minute penalty. Duh. Wolves devour Cardiff without much fuss. Hammers hammer home against Hughcastle. Brendan gets a warm welcome back to the Prem as Watford proved there are plenty of grey areas to explore. Chelsea beat Fulham. Everton frustrate Liverpool, proving that real football is not like the PlayStation. Six clean sheets this week. Six clean sheets. Man City, Liverpool, Everton, Brighton, Wolves, West Ham. Assisting defenders as Pelaqueta, Diogo Delo, Jeffrey Schlupp, Aaron Juan Bazaka. Goal king was Lukaku. Goal scoring defenders this week. Rice, Callum Chambers, Valerie, Valerie. Penalty misses. P, or Babinyan, whatever his name is. Pogba, own goals was full party. And red cards, Torreira. This week's top players, Declan Rice, Andreas Pereira, and the top players overall, Salah, Sterling, and yes, that's right, Eden Hazard. No change there. No. How was your game week 29 then? Not good. Lost to the average team. Oh, no. So you play DF format? Yeah, DF format. Uh, it's a league of only five teams. Oh, fuck. It's essentially my old f- five-a-side team. Um, and yeah, I've been top all season until this week when I've lost to average team, Fortland getting absolutely hammered last game week as well by the new leader. 
the new leader. <laughs> Red leader one. I think, uh, yeah, I think this game week was awful, to be honest. I think I got a record low points. I got 24 points. Because we, shared, we share a player yeah. that fucked us, and that player is... Paul Pogba. Paul Prapper. Because of his new fucking haircut. Well, Garth Crooks will be happy because <laughs> yeah, he's at least yeah. got one tone to his hair now. <laughs> Garth seems obsessed with Pogba's hair. But that, that run-up, oh, my God, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. The thing, thing is, I, I, I was thinking at the time, oh, um, he's going to give it to Lukaku so he get a hat-trick. And I was like, oh, good, he's going to take it. And then there's nothing wrong with that run-up if he then sends the keeper the wrong way. But he went down the middle, low, and... It seemed obvious that a training leg was going to kick it over. It's so frustrating. Went from like eight points to minus one. He... Yep, thanks. And I lost by four points to average team. Oh. So it's all on. Po- I can see why Mourinho went there. <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> totally behind the Mourinho decision. Yeah, exactly. Bring him back, Mourinho back. So, because you were in such a small, like you said, five man yeah. league, you must have a pretty good team. Yeah, um, big hitters. Yeah, stuff. there's it's a pretty strong team on paper. Um, we don't play with Conte points or bonus points, mm. so yeah, it doesn't. It's led to quite a conservative league. Do, oh, do you want a stat? Yeah. All right, here we go then. Stat: uh, Troy Deeney scored his first Premier League goal at Vicarage Road since September. Really? Yeah, that's good. Good goal as well, I suppose. Uh, another stat for you. Huddersfield, the only team in English league football not to score an away goal in 2019. That's crazy. Even more crazy, another stat, Nath. Arsenal are the only side yet to register an away clean sheet in the Premier League this season. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the only side. Unsurprising. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you kind of... It's, I think it's kind of surprising because you, you, you expect to be surprised that they have kept a clean sheet <laughs> yeah i guess so so um, it's surprising that it's not surprising well mustafi <laughs> yeah. that's all, all yeah. i can so, say Mustafi at right back jesus uh notable players this week mate notable the two liverpool fullbacks obviously trent alexander arnold registered two clean sheets and three assists in the last two games robertson has four clean sheets and three assists in his last four games yeah pretty decent jeffrey schlup three assists in the last three games He's a defender. It's not point. Not bad. Diogo Dallo. Oh, this is a bit of a tipster's choice. Uh, he's been playing as a makeshift winger, hasn't he? With the yeah. injury crisis. And Sanchez, I've learned today, is out for about eight weeks. Have you? Okay. Mm, ligament. In yeah. The, so you know, isn't it? What little I've seen from Dallo, really like the look of him. Yeah. Dallo, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> yeah. God. Maybe it is. But anyway, that could be a good pickup. Uh, Tillemans has two assists in his last two games. And... James Ward-Prowse, five goals in his last eight games. Yeah, I've, I've got on my little... On the few notes I've got here, Ward-Prowse down there, fellow Portsmouth lad yes. like us. Um, yeah, he's a, Ward-Prowse is a funny player because he seems to have been around forever, but is still quite young and still doesn't seem to have fully established himself in that team. He's only recently yeah. kind of under Hasenhutl got back into the, the side. And I think he's a... Good little players. Southampton have good, it's Mark Hughes, isn't it? But they do yeah, they have some good little players in that team. They did have a good team. They were just downtrodden by the shittest manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, form players for the last five weeks in the draft fantasy. So this is average points. This is not including bonus points or anything like that. Uh, goalkeepers, you've got Allison, Edison, and Loris, believe it or not. <laughs> Defense, 
This won't be a surprise. VVD, yep. Robertson and Schlupp, as we just said. Midfielders, Mane, Delafeu and Sterling. Forwards, Aguero, Ashley Barnes. That's not a surprise. Austria's Ashley Barnes. Austria's Ashley Barnes. <laughs> and Troy Deeney. Form striker at the moment. They're a good side, Watford. I OSM made a huge error leaving Delafeu on the bench, but I kind of assumed that Rogers would have a bit of a new manager bounce, so yeah. left him out. And then that's why I choose that's why I chose Tamari Gray and then you put him on the bench. So <laughs> that was new manager bench. You <laughs> 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 <He> twat. <laughs> Anyway, up, yeah, well, we'll get to Leicester uh, in uh, the Secret Journalist, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, game week 29. I mean, it was a strange week, do you not think? Yeah, I I actually saw a lot of it this weekend. And there's not a lot of quality in the Premier League this season. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's, I don't know. Like, Matt, Liverpool have been top for... Seems like ages, but they've got a really stodgy midfield. Like watching really that game, really stodgy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, like they're they're a good side, but that midfield is just stodgy, isn't it? Like, yeah. I feel like Klopp has been like weirdly for Klopp has become quite conservative, whereas he's got really good. He's got the best defense he's had since he's been there. Obviously, partly due to having quite a stodgy midfield, mm. but not playing Shakiri. I saw a stat earlier that Lalana has only played 90 minutes less in 2019 than Shakiri. Shakiri seems to have completely dropped out the team again. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Especially with that chat about, oh, this is why they're going to win the league, because Shakiri's there. Yeah. You know, whatever, whenever. Yeah. That's my Shakiri joke there. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me too. I was going to say Klops do lie. but Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, um, so uh, before we move on to part two no, that, I think we're done with Game Week 29 um, I think before we move on to part two and speak to the secret journalist I've got a little quick quiz for you and then you can think about it throughout the whole podcast and then come back to us with an answer here we go, quick quiz for you Nate. which Brazilian has made the most Premier League appearances for Arsenal alright, just leave it I'll leave that with you leave that with you. which Brazilian has made the most Premier League appearances for Arsenal Right, let's move on now to part two and the secret journalist. The secret journalist. Shh, it's a bloody secret. Hello, the secret journalist. Hello, Phil. Hi, Alfie. <laughs> you all right, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You know, oh, the waivers uh, went through today, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I've just seen that. I got, I got stuck in this, this week. You did? You were... Uh... Kid in a sweet shop, I think, is the phrase. I, uh, I, I think what I'd like to say it's future-proofing is what I've been doing. Because if uh, not necessarily for this week, but for a very sparse following week is what I've been future-proofing. For. Yes, which um, we will discuss. I think yeah. you're talking about game week 31, which we will allude yeah. to. Now, uh, Phil, let's talk yeah. about some football. Let's get stuck straight into Leicester. Brendan, yeah. Brendan is back. Yeah, yeah, he is. And according to a lot of reports I read, he's the best manager of all time. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I'm, I'm personally still yet to be convinced by him. But what do you he think? would tell you that. He'd definitely tell you he's the greatest manager of all time. But I don't know whether anyone else would. So, who are the winners and losers of this appointment? Do you think? Uh, well, you mean in terms of players or clubs or um, players? Let's go players. Like, well, 
the, the, the interesting, I mean, you talk about new manager bounce, he kind of, did he get, he get a little bit of that until, you know, the, the final line kind of Watford decided to dampen the party a little bit. Um, the, the, the thing about Leicester, I, I don't think there's necessarily going to see any of these players that have been out of Leicester's side come into it. Cause I think Leicester's first 11 is pick kind of picks itself. Give or take. I don't think you're going to suddenly see he's going to start picking Okazaki <laughs> or anyone like that. Or, you know, they're, they're not, they're never going to break their way into that first team on a regular basis. I'd be surprised if they did. But, I mean, the the, the players they've got are, and, and the ones that are going to score your points are fairly well established already, aren't they, I think? You, you see, I, I'm, I'm going to touch on a subject now that I know is probably going to caught your eye, but you've got a bit of a bee in your bonnet about Harvey Barnes. <laughs> I know, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. I knew, I knew you were, I, I, as far as I can see, the only reason you wanted to bring up Leicester is because you wanted to talk about Harvey Barnes. Well, yeah, well, th- th- let's talk about Harvey Barnes because right. according to Twitter, he's, uh, well, he's Jesus Christ on crack. You know, he's the best well, thing ever. Well, he's not, but he's, I, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion, I think you're, I'm probably... Uh, going to defend him too staunchly, and you're going to be too harsh on him. No, I tr- think I think he's a good player. in the middle. In that, um, I mean, okay, okay, put it this way, right? I know what you're going to say about him. In that, he he get he, he doesn't take his chances, which I I completely and utterly agree with you. In actual fact, what I would say is that I, the stats bear it out. Okay, he's had he's had 21 shots in the last month uh, since he's kind of come into the side. He's had twice as many shots in the box as the next best player in the Premier League in terms of, he's had 15 shots in the box. That's twice as many as anyone else midfield wise in the, in the Premier League. Um, but he's only got a 25% shooting accuracy. So the stats, just to talk about those in isolation, they bear out what you're trying to say. My argument would be, you're always trying to pan for gold when you're around for players. And you would rather have someone in your side who's getting chances than someone who is nowhere near. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, he scored quite a few goals in the Championship, didn't he? he? He was West Brom's best player, arguably West Brom's best player. And you've only got to see what's happened to them since he left. They're, they're struggling a little bit now in comparison. I mean, I, 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 I take no pleasure in, in, in like talking about this, but, but Leeds United absolutely smashed them last <laughs> uh, and and barely gave them a kick. Now, granted, that was down to how good Leeds were, but... West Bromus are noticeably worse off for not having him in the side. Like I think he scored like eight goals, maybe. You know, like some a similar amount of assists as well. So he's, he was efficient. And granted, it's a massive step up from the Championship to the Premier League. But I I, I see that you know a, a talented player there. And granted, one who doesn't take all of the chances that come his way. But at least he's getting himself into the right positions. Yeah, uh, definitely worth a punt, isn't yeah. he? Um, is that or to Mari Gray? He's another one, isn't he, who's, who sort of flatters to deceive a little bit in that he's got he's got bags of talent and loads of pace, but just doesn't quite punch his weight, maybe to some extent. Um, you've got a few players like that, and that these are the kind of places. What I mean is that I don't think Rodgers will will completely overhaul their side. I think he recognize, he'll recognise that they've got talent there and, and young talent. It's just about using them more efficiently. Like Madison's another good example. Like Madison is has a similar amount of shots, well, not as many shots as Barnes, but he has a similar amount of shots as Barnes, but he's only got like 25% shooting accuracy as well. So they're just not, they're, they're, they're having the chances and they're getting themselves in the right positions. They just need to be more efficient. And that's what Rogers, I'm sure, will identify and try to work on. 
game weeks, Phil. Upcoming game weeks. We've got game week 30. And yeah. then we've got game week 31. Uh, so game week 30, the big one, obviously, that everyone's talking about, Huddersfield versus Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. what is going to happen there? Bournemouth... Are they going to shut up shop again, like they did against City? Uh, it could be a nil. It could be a minus one each. That can. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but, but there's no way that Bournemouth can do what they did against against Man City. I mean, what are they? Zero shots on goal, zero corners, eighteen percent possession. I mean, if they do that against Huddersfield, Christ. <laughs> um, no, this this is if I mean I I brought Mounier into my side again, thinking I've just got to bring someone in who's going to play both like this week and next week as well. And I'm thinking, surely um, if he's got a chance of scoring against anyone, then Bournemouth are a, a reasonable bet. Um, but no, I, th- I think I mean Bournemouth should win that. Should win that comfortably, you would think. Um, but they've always, yeah, they've always got the chance of conceding, haven't they? I mean, that's that's what they do. The other big fixture uh, that week um, is, of course, Arsenal Man United. Yeah, there's going to be goals. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll, there'll be goals in that. I can see. You know, I, I reckon Man United probably end up winning it, but maybe two one. Oh really? Even though they haven't got any players? Yeah, I, I still think Man United will win that. I, I, I think Arsenal have got a, soft, a bit of a soft underbelly still. I know they got a you know, decent result at Spurs um, last week, but um, no, I, I think Man United can get at them. But you know, Man United have to rely on their reserve striker that only costs £75 million. Pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard times, isn't it, at Man United at the yeah. moment? Tough <laughs> time. <laughs> Um, but Pereira did all right, didn't he? Is he going to? St- yeah, yeah. So, um, any word on Sanchez? Isn't he out for about? Yeah, four I weeks? think he's, he's potentially done for the season now, isn't he? I think that I, I heard on uh, the, his. This is this is something I don't understand. They, they, they said on the radio yesterday that I heard that um, Sanchez's medical team, his Chilean medical team of of Ribble, So, I mean, is he? Does he have his own boys? Does, I mean, does, does he bother yeah. relying on Man United, or is it because he's? Is there an international thing coming up? I don't know. I was I was a bit confused. I didn't know whether he just ships a bunch of Chileans in to come and check on his fitness. Oh no, yeah, the the club physio now. I'm not not interested in that. Um, but I think he might be done for the season. And not not that it makes any difference because he's done sod all this season anyway. So you're not missing out if you've got him. Hey you, what you gonna do? Hey you, what you gonna listen to? Hey you, know you got to draft fantasy podcast. So, yeah, so no real big other fixtures in game week 30. Game week 31 is an interesting game week because yeah. I'll be in Berlin watching Hertha versus Dortmund. <laughs> right, okay. But also, um, missing from the excitement are 10 teams. There's 10 teams not playing, so that means there's only five fixtures. So there's no City, no United, no Arsenal. Uh, but Liverpool, of mm. all the big guns, are playing, and they're away to Fulham. Well, yeah, this is where you've got to hope that whoever you're playing that week is not not heavy on Liverpool players because they're they're the ones that are going to end up getting good results that week. I think. Well, you say that, but um, Liverpool famously don't score away goals. <laughs> really? <laughs> you, you, uh, you can start putting that forward as Liverpool don't score away from home. So fun, we've got that to look forward to. So yeah. So talking about, so it's all about the lesser teams, I would say, that game week. And you've been into the market. You picked up some West Ham defenders. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't think that was, I didn't think this week as well, because they're at Cardiff. So they've got a chance of, of maybe, you know, getting a clean sheet there. And then they're at home against Huddersfield. So 
I didn't think it was too much of a costly move to bring a few West Ham players in. Uh, I mean, I, I, the thing is as well, as I looked at it, I thought, I've got two keepers in my squad. And I was thinking, oh, now that'd be handy. I can rotate them. I had Heaton and Ben Foster, but I can rotate them. But their respective teams this week are playing Liverpool and Man City. So it <laughs> make a massive amount of difference which one of those two that I picked, I don't think. Um, so I thought, well, what for that playing the week after? So I'll bin off Foster and then bring in, bring in a few West Ham lads. So I got Ryan Fredericks and, uh, and Diop. Got a couple of defenders in. Nice. It's going to be a gritty game week, isn't it? We'll get beat. I bet they concede both weeks now. It's inevitable. You, know, you look at those fixtures and you think, oh, West Ham are surely going to get a couple of clean sheets. Nah, they'll concede. Yeah. Can you feel it? Dread Fantasy. Dread Fantasy Rub, baby. Rub a dub dub, rub a dub a dub 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 KDB, mate. Kevin De Bruyne. Is he is he done for the season now? Um, well, if if he's not done for the season, then what's he going to be back for? Maybe the last couple of games, last game. So he's not going to. I mean, and, and again, he's he's not exactly even when he has been fit. He's not quite been as prolific as he was like maybe last season and the season before. I think the injuries have you know it's obviously taken him a bit of time to get up to speed, and you know it's difficult, especially when you're playing at the level Man City are playing at. To get up to speed after you've been out for a long time is not an easy thing to do. And granted, he's an incredibly talented player, so you're never going to let him go when he's a player in your side. But yeah, I think I think he might, if not done for the season, then certainly as a really effective contributor, I think he's probably done. Do you want to say anything else about game week 31? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, it, no, not really. I mean, is you get these weeks, don't you? You get these kind of little fallow weeks where there's only five fixtures and everybody's scrambling around for players and I say that everyone's scrambling around for players the ones who, who pay any kind of lip service whatsoever to the to fantasy football scramble around for players and then the other half of our league just it, it creeps on and without them realising it and so yeah. Manners has just stopped paying attention um, Ryder doesn't really care uh, I don't think I don't think Desert Phil cares all that much either and they'll suddenly come to the next week and they'll be like, kind of, oh, fucking hell, why aren't half the team's playing? And then they'll, uh, <laughs> and they'll score 10 points and that'll be that. <laughs> That'd probably be enough to win, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough. Anyway, thanks very much, Phil. Cheers, Have a good Al. week. See you soon. See you later, mate. journalist so there we are welcome to part three part three that was the secret journalist pretty good nath pretty good yeah as always film is always pretty <laughs> good yeah it brings a bit of glitz to uh, what is otherwise a bit dour <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah part three uh stat, do you want to start nath do you want to start go ahead stat attack okay here we go uh, the goalkeeper Allison, Liverpool's goalkeeper Allison, has kept 17 clean sheets in the Premier League this season. That's the most by a keeper in their debut season in the competition since Nath. I actually know this. But yeah, it's Pepe Reina. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, Pepe Reina in which season? God knows. <laughs> 2005, 2006. Ah. And uh, Allison is from Brazil. Yep. And uh, because of that, I thought we'd do the Premier League stat of nations on Brazil countrymen. Hit me. Let's go. 
So far, 18 Brazilians have played in the Premier League this season with Philippe Anderson, Alisson and Edison having made the most appearances. The most appearances of all time, Lucas Leiva, 247, Jorelio Gomez, 195 and Willian with 192. Top goal scorers of all time, Bobby Firmino, 45, Philip Coutinho, 41 and Janinho, little Janinho, 29. Most assists of all time, Philip Coutinho, 35. Bobby Firmino, 25. And Willian, 24. Most yellow cards of all time, Lucas Lever with 50. That's on the ball, bullseye. And hit the woodwork most of all time for Brazilian is Willian. Will I never, eh? Will I? I, I oh, Lucas Lever, the most Brazilian appearances, the least Brazilian player. <laughs> yeah, I know. There you go. Who would have thought? That should have been a question, but I didn't do it. Anyway, that was your Premier League Stat of Nations. Brazil. It was interesting, wasn't it? Was uh, Firmino's done well? Firmino's done very well. I, I, was, I was quite surprised that top goal scorer was Firmino with only 45, but then I suppose we haven't had many Brazilians tear up the league, have we? No, like Janinho's kind of the classic. Brazil player that I think of, but he was in a shit team managed by Brian Robson. So. Shit team twice. He went back yeah. to Borough. It's like it's the only club he's heard of in England or something. <laughs> that was so weird. Anyway, yeah, so that's Brazilians. Eh? Yeah, I thought it was right. Lucas Lever, though. That is, I mean, the most, he's probably the most successful Brazilian in Premier League history. Oh, wait. Didn't he never win anything for Liverpool? Isn't that... Well, he did play for Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Nathan, we are on uh, location this week in the... Uh, where are we again? Alchemy. Alchemy Cafe in London. Uh, in that London. Uh, but I still have my tactics truck with me. It's parked up outside. Yeah, I wonder what the smell was. And uh, I've got... Um, this doesn't make sense because we've got someone on the phone to be in the tactics truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're on the phone outside to wait to get in the tactics truck. Uh, so, my guest on tactics truck this week is Aaron Higgs, a university accommodation assistant who hails all the way from North Wales and is, unfortunately for him, a supporter of Arsenal FC. He is currently the manager of Hashtag Shambles and sits fourth in a head-to-head -head league of eight that uses the draft fantasy format and one he is the reigning champion of. Their league, the Daft Draft, utilises Conte points and bonus points and is described by Aaron as frustrating losing to teams that are on paper. Woeful, but lucky. Hi, Aaron. How are you, mate? Very well, you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to the Draft Fantasy Podcast. It's lovely to have an outsider on for once. Oh, what, from someone from Wales? <laughs> yes, well, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, so how was your uh, Game Week 29? I'd rather not discuss it, to be honest. Was it a horrific moment for you? It wasn't. It was just all of it. I mean, frustrating more than anything else. I've had three players with attacking, well, some sort of fantasy returns and Pogba. Um, <laughs> and I've lost to a team with two attackers who have just done something. The rest of the team is awful. I've lost by four points. It thumbs up the entire year. So with that in mind, I am now going to ask you, to step inside the tactics truck. Are you ready? Yes. Is Andy Townsend in there? He's not in there at the moment, but apparently his aura is still lingering. Oh, okay. I love him. Let's step inside the tactics truck. 
Tatty's truck, Tatty's truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics. It brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't have a Tatty's truck. Hello, Aaron Hicks. Please tell us your tactics. First up, goalkeeper. Fabianski. Originally I had Schmeichel, but um, got Fabianski sort of midway through November and I've not looked back really. I mean, it's one of those to set and forget. Deflect the position as well, so he's the only one. Just forget about him. He'll get me safe bonuses. In the end, he'll probably finish on the first page of goalkeepers. That's all I'm after. Defence. Robertson, say no more. I mean, it was a bit of... Um, went with my gut in the draft and I got him. He's the highest scoring defender in the game at the moment. Ideal. And I've got Rudiger, who's been very close recently to getting dropped. Lindelof, since OGS took over at United, he's... Um, He's got me, he's checked in with a few goals, so I'm I'm happy overall. And then I've got Bennett, who's decided to get himself banned for the next two games, including the double, no, the blank game week, isn't it? And Karsenac, who's been in my out of my team as sort of like my streaming defender, but I probably have to get two streaming defenders in now because of Bennett. Midfield. Uh, I'll start with Pogba. Um, never drafted him. I drafted Mane. I think in the third round. Before the ball was even kicked, I traded Mane for, for Ericsson with a Liverpool fan. Immediately regretted that for about the first two months. Awful. Then I got rid of Ericsson for Pogba just before Mourinho went. So since then, I'm pretty happy with him, apart from last weekend. Forwards. Kane, first round, obviously, he's not moving from there. I believe I also drafted Mitrovic and... I probably should have traded him when he wasn't a high. I'm not going to be stuck with him for the rest of the season. I'm hoping he's going to chip in with a goal. It's been about five weeks now since he's done anything. Wood, he's there at the moment, but I've got a waiver pending for Chicharito or Hernandez, whatever we want to call him, just because I fancy um, a bit of a change. Favourite tactic? Do I have any? <laughs> I don't really know it's going so bad. Um... <laughs> Compared to last year, I've got I've got one tactic. This is basically streaming, and there's anyone playing Huddersfield, pick them. That's what that, that's it. That's what'll be. Thank you, Aaron Hicks. You are a true friend of Andy Townsend. You may now step out of the tactics truck. Tactics truck, tactics truck. I got a truck. It's full of tactics. It brings me luck, and you will suck. So thanks for taking part on the uh, tactics truck there, Aaron. Anytime. Uh, did you enjoy it? Was it a lovely smell experience? Yeah, Febreze, you definitely need to buy some Febreze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks so much, Aaron. I really appreciate it. That's okay. Take care of yourself. Bye. Oh, tactics truck, eh, Nate? Tactics truck. Would you like to go in there one day? Um, No. I don't really have, as discussed, because of no contact points and bonus points, I don't really have tactics. Mate, you're slowly turning into manners. No, well, I, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm a self-aware manners. <laughs> it's not like you're, you're not going to start talking about American football all of a sudden, are you? <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right. Um, yeah, that was part three. Let's go on to part four. Four, 
here we are, part four. Welcome to part four. Isn't part four nice? Hey, Nath, uh, remember that question I asked you earlier? Yes. Yes. I want an answer. So which Brazilian has made the most Premier League appearances for Arsenal? Go on. Um, other than Ray Parler, the Romford Pele, <laughs> uh, probably... I was, I'm torn between two midfielders, Edu or Gilberto Silva, and I think it's probably Gilberto Silva. <laughs> no, it was Gilberto Silva. 170 appearances, you're right, 170 appearances. But Denilson was the next with uh, 97. Yeah, it's vintage podcast for mediocre Brazilian <laughs> midfielders. <laughs> uh, Gilberto Silva was obviously... But Denilson, did yeah. you forgot about him. You had yeah. to forget about him. Yeah, but the kind of that sums up those classic mid-Wenger years where a team of just players that were forgettable. Also runs, yeah. Yeah. Should we do the upcoming Game Week fixtures? Yeah. So we've got the upcoming Game Week fixtures for Game Week 30 and Game Week 31. So Game Week 30, Saturday 9th of March, got Crystal Palace versus Brighton in the early kickoff of that, say, derby game. Cardiff City against West Ham, Huddersfield against Bournemouth, Leicester against Fulham, Newcastle against Everton, Southampton against Spurs, Spurs. Uh, Manchester City versus Watford. Sunday the 10th of March, Liverpool against Burnley, Chelsea against Wolverhampton Wonders, Arsenal against Manchester United. Game Week 31 is a strange one, there's only five fixtures. Saturday the 16th of March, AFC Bournemouth against Newcastle United, Burnley against Leicester, West Ham against Huddersfield Town, clean sheet. Uh, Fulham against Liverpool. And finally, the big one, Nathan. Everton versus Chelsea. <laughs> Five fixtures, eh? But Liverpool are playing Fulham. Wow. <laughs> it's all about the shit players that week, Game Week 31. I'm pretty sure at some point, knowing the way that Scott Parker played, he's got to turn it around at Fulham and then turn around again and then probably turn around again. Like fats and small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My references are too old, aren't they? Anyway. Do you want a fact about Scott Scott E. Parker? Go on. Oh, I'd love a fact <laughs> about... Yes, I well, do. A, a little fact. So the first player that Claudio Ranieri signed for Chelsea was Slavisa Jakanovic, who he replaced at Fulham. No way. And the last player he signed for Chelsea was... Mr. Scott E. Parker. Fucking hell. That's much witchcraft. I know. So you want some clean sheet forecast, mate? Go for it. So this week, the clean sheet prediction, uh, as given to us by our crystal ball, are read out by my mum. Clean sheet prediction forecast. Hello, mum. How are you? All right? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Uh, have you got the uh, clean sheet prediction forecast for us? I have, yes. If you'd now like to, to read them out, please, that'd be good. So what's the predictions for game week 30? The predictions are Spurs, West Ham, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Huddersfield. There's six clean sheets in total. And game week 31, please. Predictions are Burnley, West Ham, Liverpool... Everton. Wow, four clean sheets. Thank you very much for the uh, clean sheet predictions this week, Mother. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, then. Have a lovely time. Bye. Clean, clean sheet predictions for Right, before we go then, Nate, let's do a bit of a Kevin Keegan question. West Ham against Huddersfield in game week 31. Are they going to keep a clean sheet, Kevin? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, you heard it at first. No clean sheet for West Ham. <laughs>
And on that bombshell, it's been lovely having you, Nate. Uh, Nate. Oh, fucking What's up. my name? <laughs> it's been lovely to have you, not Sam, uh, <laughs> Nate. And uh, you're welcome back any time, of course. Hopefully it goes well for you in this game week. Uh, do you want to say anything else before you go? Not really. I think I've covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> I've sorted that. Sorted football. Yeah, completed. Next up, racism. Thanks very much. Uh, th thank you for Nathan. Thank you to you, the listeners. Uh, we will be back again in a couple weeks' time. Good luck in game weeks 30 and 31. Don't forget, game week 31 is only uh, five fixtures. So make sure you do your thing. Get the clean sheet bonuses. Get the good players. I don't know. Uh, just win. Just fucking win. All right? Do what you can. Just do what you can. Get stuck <laughs> in. Kick out there. Get a goal. Thanks then. See you soon. Bye. The Draw Fantasy Podcast. And it's live.